0: Too Many Comics, Episode 174. Brooks, it's back to just being the two of us this week.
1: Just the two of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, I, I uh, you know I think the the people that I know that chat to me often I do not think they've listened to the last episode quite yet. And if they did, apparently they weren't surprised that Tara made an appearance. Why?
1: I don't know. They haven't said, said anything about it. Why would they be? They're not surprised that. Well, I sense. feel like
0: if they would listen to it, they would text me about it. Like that's quite a thing. Like they text me about other random things on the show to not mention anything about her being on it. It seems odd to me.
1: Are these people I know?
0: Uh yeah. One relation, one good friend. Hmm. Calling them out. Well, yeah.
1: Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> there there was some weird editing going on in that episode. I don't I don't mean to call you out on this one. And watch it not get watch this get edited out. But it was some choppiness happening. I don't know what happened.
0: Yeah, uh probably when I try to like erase out some of the lulls, it overskips some. And I'm not super great at editing, so I just kinda make it Work as quickly as possible.
1: Well, you do what you do.
0: All right. Anyways, Deadly Class has a winning soundtrack thanks to Rick Remender.
1: So we discussed. We did discuss this in the last show, unless it got edited out. Um, we watched the Deadly Class show, which is, does not drop for another week or so. Right, the 16th yeah, I on, Sci-Fi. So. on Sci-Fi. Great show. I can't say it enough. I've in fact kind of taken. Back to the start of the series in book form, just because I so much enjoyed that book. One thing we discussed—I don't know if we said it on the show or to each other—we certainly to each other. The soundtrack is on point, point. Mm-hmm. and if, if you're you're on Spotify, yes, are you on Apple Music? Where I, are you? Spotify. They, somebody made the playlist for you, so if you want to listen to the songs from that pilot, they're ready to go. Um, and I, I will search you, Deadly
0: Class right now.
1: Yeah, it, it's there. I've already listened to it at nauseum, and that's Latin for a lot. But um, I. Couldn't help myself, and I put a tweet out. I @message Rick Remender, who you know is like the hear, golden dude that, on. Yeah. And I just said it's on point, and he liked it. So the fact that he saw it and his assistant liked it, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm, 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 listen, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the writer, big fan of the show. You know, I, and I, I put that out there, not looking for reciprocity by way of liking my stuff back, but again. Exciting for me as a fan, but in fact, true. Great soundtrack. I couldn't recommend the show and that uh, any more than I already have. So anyway, that's all.
0: All right, cool. Uh, (laughs) Tyler Boss, playing cool on upcoming projects.
1: We also discussed this on the last show, which is Tyler Boss, who is the artist that we know of – We Can Never Go Home, and uh, Four Kids Walk Into the Bank with Matt Rosenberg out of Black Mask Studios, Mm -hmm. um, who should be bigger than he is in terms of popularity. And he doesn't put a lot – it doesn't put a lot out either, right? Um, He lives in Brooklyn. I happen to know that. (laughs) I just happen to know that. (laughs) um, I asked him, what are these projects? And uh, I said, we need need the deets. And he said, um, forthcoming. Again, he's got four books coming out soon. So – that's good. So again, he's at least responding to questions about what's going on, which means it must be fairly hot. So that's good. And I did mention that when I did ask him these questions that I was in fact was indeed wearing, as you know, my four kids walk into a bank shirt that I got from the store and he was like, dang, sick, or <laughs> some that's something like something like that.
0: We need them tails, son.
1: I need the dates. Um
0: I will say that I so randomly there is one uh tech podcast that I listened to where the host also he either works at Comicsology doing something, or is friends with people who do. But he does the comic book podcast. I read comic books. I think is just what it's called. Okay. And uh, so, and I listened to his one podcast. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll you know, I'll uh, listen to his nerd show as well. And the most recent episode, they kind of do a thing where there's they they record every week, but once a month they have a trade that they read. And the latest episode was the, the trade was uh, four kids walking to a bank. That so it was it was great hearing people's reactions because the couple of co-hosts, one of them hadn't read it before, so it was cool to hear another person's first take on it and, and how they described it. And uh, um, it makes me want to, uh, to go back and read through that again. I mean, it, it got dark, though. I've got to admit. Yeah. And he got a lot of, a lot of kudos for the artwork um, as they were reviewing, too. So,
1: obviously, because okay. he should. The, the whole thing was great. Again, dark,
0: but good. Mm-hmm. All right. Sony might spin Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse characters into TV shows.
1: Report. This so- is not surprising. So I have yet to see this movie, and I feel terrible about it. I was sick as a dog this weekend. I know you saw it. We discussed it and I was home. uh, A friend of mine, now an acquaintance, downgraded, uh, graciously let me know that he saw it, told me after the fact how great it was, sent me pictures about how great it was. And I'm like, thanks for the invite, buddy. So (laughs) (laughs) thanks for that, for rubbing it in. But um, I'm I'm told from all around that it's supposed to be very very good. I will see it. Maybe may even this weekend. It's supposed to be cold as shit here this weekend. Ooh yeah. Yeah, lows in the 21, highs to 31. So maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll make one of my other friends go see it with me.
0: You should. Uh, it's very good. Not a surprise. I don't know if they knew how big of a hit they would have with it. Uh, obviously, the people behind it are are well known. They they did Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and the Lego Movie, so they they know what they're doing with animation. They I don't know that. Um, I don't know. I guess it's more surprising that they're just not making more movies out of it. Just if they don't have the wherewithal to make a live-action Sony um, universe for Spider-Man, then just keep at it with this. Why make a TV show? Just make a you know make a cool Spider Woman animated movie. I'm sure they could keep it going if they really wanted to. But uh, you know, to each their own.
1: Uh, you gotta think how much quicker and cheaper they can make these TV shows. All right, well, then it won't be as good. So. Yeah, cool. well, but the kids don't know. <laughs> what was this rate? This P- I mean, I understand there are some dark parts to this. What was uh, this PG? i imagine it's PG-13. PG, PG-13. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I could look at up at some <laughs> point while we're talking. Well, yeah, go ahead. All right. So um, we've talked in Brother Academy numerous times on this show that since Hotel Oblivion is, is running right now. The TV show is about to start on Netflix. Um, I just thought this was interesting. So there was an, an article... With an interview with uh, Gerard way he reveals how many volumes the comic has left and it, it, for readers of this book it came out the first two and oh seven oh eight the third one right now in 2018 twenty nineteen and he claims that there's like eight more that are gonna happen <laughs> like uh, my question is when the hell are we gonna get all these or will they ever even happen what are your what, what are the odds here
1: uh I don't know what's a good question I
0: think we could assume that so he's, he's, well, uh includes details for five yet-to-be-published volumes. So, I mean, if the show takes off, I imagine that would give him the, the wherewithal to just crank another one out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, love the series. I assume I'm going to like the TV show. Uh, I don't have faith that we will see these five volumes anytime soon, considering it's taken 12 years to do three volumes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's
0: busy. Uh, three volumes that are just, like, six-issue series. Anyways,
1: well... Well, what else
0: is he doing besides this? I don't know. He's I mean, got a lot of things going on. And yeah, TV show. Kevin Feige excited to access hundreds of Marvel characters in Fox deal. So this was a quote from Feige telling, talking to MTV. He says, the truth is, I'm excited for all of them, and it's not just the marquee names, you know. There are hundreds of names on those documents, on those agreements. The fact that Marvel is as close as we may ever get now to having access to all of the characters is something I've been dreaming about for my almost 20 years at Marvel. It's very exciting.
1: Well, there's luck going on, man.
0: Uh, I think it's just it's cool to hear him say that. I mean, I think we get fixated on Fantastic Four, X-Men. Um, I would like to see those documents. Like, what the, the negotiations that had to go through to say like which villains are included, which third-rate characters, um, you know, things that we'll, we'll likely never know. So uh, it's nice to know that he's having the dreams and uh, willing to entertain us for
1: years to come. But make the good ones, I hope. The good characters. Yeah, well, either way. I mean, I don't want Easter egg characters. I want the good stuff.
0: Fine, whatever.
1: They'll do it. Okay, well, I'm excited.
0: All right, talking some books. Champions number one. So this is a reboot of the champions title. This is Champions have Gone Global. Um Miss Marvel is the leader of the team. She's got three, is it three different squads? Um all about the world, one in Japan, um, various stations, lots of young kids involved, um, including uh who used to be known as Nova.
1: Um what's it called? Help Sam. Me, I- yeah how he uses that, uh, that they, do he use his powers that I that I do not know They told you a word or you could find out, but they didn't say how yeah, so we got
0: Nova and Miles Morales and Miss Marvel seem to be the three main characters that they're rolling with um I feel like so i got the the while reading this, I've got the feeling of this is sort of uh the current times, like Avengers Academy, Young Avengers those things I used to read, I feel like if this was five or six years ago, I'd probably be all about this book as it, as it features a lot of these young characters. It seems like it could be, could be good. Um, I love the interactions with, with the vision, seeing her back in there, Sparky hanging around. Uh, I feel like it could be really interesting. I, I'm not sure that I would, um, I'm not going to subscribe, but I could definitely see this being when, as soon as it hits Comicsology unlimited, um, I would read through, read through the trade, um, you know, hopefully that it keeps going in that direction and doesn't focus too much on, on the secondary characters. Cause I do have an interest in, in miles, Miss Marvel, um, you know, a little bit Nova. I'm, I'm intrigued as to why he doesn't have the powers. Uh, I think it's drawn well, a lot of cool action. And like I said, the, the interactions with, um, with, with, uh, the vision is, was great to me. It was, it was, it made me uh, a little, a little sad that we never did get Chelsea Kane's
1: continuation of vision. Yeah, man. Um, I, and even the dog was there, Mm -hmm. but, but in general, what'd you think of this book? I mean, I think, I think it was, I think for the audience
0: that's probably for it's, it's, it's great. Like I said, if you were, if you're younger now, I mean, when I was into Avengers arena and Avengers Academy and and that type of stuff, this would have been right there with that type of type of scenario, it seems. But you know, right now I think there's too much going on for me to be super interested into it, but I mean, it seemed fine for what it was.
1: All right, so Jim Zub wrote this, who's written things that we've discussed in the past that I happen to like, some X-Men stuff, um, Glitter Bomb, which was was an indie book for a minute, but that took off. Um, There was a review that I read, I want to say, on CBR, where they basically criticized him for being too old to write teenagers. He said that he's writing, like, this is their words, not mine, that he's writing the way he thinks teenagers should sound and not um, how they do sound. And maybe this is that, but in general, I feel like, You and I are are somewhat – we know these characters here and there, but not Mm. how they're put together in this context. I didn't really understand what was happening, why there was beef with certain characters, why people were upset, how people lost their powers, what was the point, and then it's over. So given all that, I I don't think it was well executed.
0: Yeah, it's definitely – like I said, it's a a reboot of – champion so it's kind of weird when they say you know there's a kiss that's happening it's like oh read up on champions 29 and you're like but i'm reading champions one right (laughs) like it's a you know it's a little weird that there's a it doesn't it doesn't be a it doesn't seem to be a fresh story of the characters that that's what makes it you know there's a lot of backstory and things that it feels like you need
1: to know to get the full grasp of what's happening and you just don't get any of it yeah well but if we're confused how well look i hate to if we're confused how are like how are less smart people. (laughs) get this. I'm sorry to come across the, I I don't, it just was okay. So i got a 7.1
0: critic on comic book roundup and, and there's one at the way bottom that, that sort of sums it up well with their, with their first sort of notes here. And it's similar to what we kind of just went through, but this person says, this is the worst number one issue I've ever read. It is not new reader friendly at all, has numerous editors notes to read the last run. And it felt like we started out missing at least five issues. Of course, if you are a champions fan, you may like, or love this. But if Marvel is hoping for new readers to jump on this series, I know one guy who won't be.
1: <laughs> I, 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 know two, I know two others. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if, if you're in these characters, have, we're already reading Champions. I'm sure it's fantastic. If you weren't, it's a, it seems to be a lot to get into and you need to read the previous Champions to uh, fully understand it. Well, I didn't read that. I won't read this. Yeah. So, all right, then. Whatever. Next week. That's I mean. I, I'm sorry. Well, whatever. Next week, we've got Young Justice number one. Superboy, Wonder Girl, Robin, Impulse. How do you say this other one? Wait, I, I don't have it in front of me. Amethyst? Amethyst? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Sorry, Ty's I don't know the character. <laughs> they're all united in Young Justice number 1, the debut issue of a brand new series that also introduces new heroes, Teen Lantern and Ginny Hex. When the nightmare dimension known as Gemworld invades Metropolis, these teen heroes reunite to deal with the situation, but they're shocked to discover the battle may be the key to the return of Connor Kent, a.k.a. Superboy. This mix of fan favorites and new legacy heroes will be the center point for some of the biggest goings-on at DC. As if that weren't enough, Bendis reunites with all-star artist Patrick Gleason to bring the new
1: heroes of DC's Wonder comics to life. Spider-Verse is rated pg It's just PG. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> if I could close that loop. Makes sense. Well, this was all they had, but Brian Michael Bendis is writing it, so that's why I picked it.
0: And Patrick Gleason drawing, um, he drew the, the Batman and Robin run that Peter Tomasi wrote, so I do like his art.
1: Now, I know that you were not a fan of Damien Mixon with an ensemble, but let's give it a go. I don't believe this is him. No, it looks like him. He's Uh, small. I
0: think I read something that this is perhaps Tim Drake. Um, I don't know. Could could be wrong. We'll find out.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. What else did you read? All right. So I actually was able to read a lot given that it was the holidays and all that good stuff. Um, So you shamed me a few weeks ago when the latest edition of um, Winter Soldier came out by Kyle Higgins, known for books including Cowl and Hadrian's Wall and also uh, Dead Hand. That's it. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, I picked it up. I'm surprised you didn't like it. I thought it was pretty okay. But
0: I mean, okay as in you'll keep reading or it was
1: you know, it was just fine. it's somewhere between the two. Yeah. I mean I it's a winter soldier. I like the artwork who I wrote it. I didn't Lutre. think it was terrible. I just thought it was like all right. I mean, I, I thought I I think in a lean week I would go back to it. It went fast. Okay. Tony's Tony Stark was in there. We had a little uh Agent Carter in there a little bit and you know, he's trying to witness relocation stuff for people that are trying to get out of the game. That's respectable so there you go right. uh redneck redneck 18 okay okay donny cates this book to me should have ended a, few, a while ago i keep reading it uh, i i i did this with books like um east of west and old man logan and a couple others where i just kept going and i'm like i got i might be pulling the plug soon i might be giving this one the old steak to to the whole art is there any end in sight that you know i don't, of or is it... I, don't I don't think so and donny cates is busy put the thing to bed yeah. put it in the coffee, feed it to the sun mm-hmm. uh Punisher 5, Matthew Rosenberg. Man, this book is so fucking violent. I'm talking about fingers getting chewed off and fingers getting blown away, and I like it. So uh, you know, this book continues to be good. There was a really interesting twist on this where we find out some some shenanigans happening from behind the scenes. Um, I recommend that you – I know you've discussed this before. Pick it up.
0: All right.
1: You'll like it. Pick it up. I will. All right. Uh, Regression 14, Colin Bunn. This is another one where I, I, I hope that we're getting close. I just feel like in the beginning there was so much intrigue and mystery and what's going on. And now so much has been pulled from behind the curtain and it's like, cool, let's wrap it up. (laughs) Uh, again, this involves like past lives and possession and, 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 and reincarnation and sex cults and bugs. Okay. That's Marvel Knights Number five. I know you had four in front. So let you grab this one.
0: Yeah. So I got caught up on the issue that was introducing uh, black Panther, which was what, what I mean, good continuation of the story. Um, Great. Um issue 5. This issue was badass. <laughs> like I uh, I just got done reading this, not too long ago tonight. Um I've like the the fight between Kingpin and and Doom. Like that was cool. That was unexpected. That was super cool. The two of them going out, like that just like happened instantaneously. Doom just like putting them down on the way up the elevator. Like that was fucking awesome. And then Black Panther getting into it with the rest of the heroes. Like and now clearly things are about to, you know, they're about to find out at least a little bit as to, to what's going on and what exactly happened. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of this book. I'm, I'm glad that I picked up that first issue and started reading it through. Uh, they're really knocking this out of the park. And, and I hope they, I feel like it was supposed to be a whole big thing of this, this Marvel Knights um, imprint, so to speak, that, that they were redoing. So hopefully more comes out of this when this
1: is done. I mean, you're right about that fight. It yeah, also, it awesome. It, it didn't go the way that I thought it was going to go. No.
0: How, like, how does
1: – he handled him easily. Yeah, which, which tells me it's – Yeah, something's going on. Yeah, something's going on. So I'm going to move this up then. Let's just go right into, into Runway 17. Okay. Which the cliffhanger was in the last issue, Doom Bot, was going to go try and do some damage. <laughs> 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 and then we we led with how that went. So That, what, that was a great starter to the issue. No spoilers. Like, yeah, it
0: doesn't even like show like any sort of thing, and like there's no, you know, like no w- words or anything. It's just him lying in pieces, essentially.
1: <laughs> Poor Doombot. I have kind of really like him in this series too. I, I can you keep a good Doombot down though? Really? No, probably not. This book is great as well. Uh, I do like it, I, but I do wonder: is there an ending planned? I, I, I need to know. Uh, I mean,
0: I hope not. I mean, planned, so to speak. I mean, I think they could not make it an ongoing where it's just like one big, long story, but like, you know, have a nice arc that is maybe, what are we on, 17? Maybe it's 20 issues or something, and then start a new story after that. I think that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. fresh. I mean, because creative teams don't stick around anymore like that. So I mean, the fact that we're on issues, which one? And they crank these bitches out. 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's I'm something. loving it. Good. Gideon's Falls 19. Or nine. I'm sorry, nine, nine, just another <laughs> nine, another <Regular, regular laughs> nine. This book had take a little bit of a break, and i remind me where we are with this. So this, stories are coalescing; they're coming together.
0: Yeah, so we actually got a little bit more progression in, in this book as well. So um, Clara and the priest they go to her dad. Um, she and her dad get into a little spat. Um, she leaves, and then the priest brings up Norton Saint Clair's name, to which her, it obviously rings a bell with her dad. We find out Norton Saint Clair was a murderer in the town back in the day. And that was the first time the big barn was ever seen. Um, And then, you know, fast forward to the other whereabouts of what's her face, getting Norton out of the insane asylum that he's in and them finding a key. So, you know, what does it all mean? Who knows at this point, other than Jeff Lemire. Um, But
1: that was, but he's also. But he's like, he's dead.
0: Yeah. That was significant progression to me, at least in this issue of, all right, the characters have like, Shared some knowledge and figured some things out. So let's uh let's keep it moving along that pace. Still loving the book, but you know I don't want it to drag out forever. I want to see some things happen.
1: Yeah, I like to, I like it to be like when they. I mean, at this point, I feel comforted when they're like a twelve book run. Yep, like it twelve, mm-hmm. like it. Let's get in there twelve books. Agreed. Or or even like fifteen. That's my announcer voice. <laughs> Blame the calls. Fifteen books. So, an eight book run. I'm into it. All right. And then and then finally, of course, Heroes in Crisis, which is scheduled to be a limited run of some number
0: this is true it's going to be nine
1: that's we're almost halfway there that's,
0: yeah just about um midway through the next issue we'll be halfway there
1: In fact, are we there when we at the start of the next issue we were already there when we crossed through halfway through this book
0: for oh yeah nine and
1: a half so we are more than halfway done yeah interesting i'm good at math <laughs> uh
0: listen another book that this issue this was a great great reading week for me at least um this issue was awesome as well. The whole back and forth between Harley Quinn and Batgirl, loved it. Um, but you know, we get Superman spilling the beans that that Lois Lane has documents and videos of Sanctuary that she's going to release. We've got tension brewing there. Booster and uh, what's his face are trying to piece together what's all been happening on their end. Tom King doing his thing. Great art, loving it. It's fucking awesome.
1: I I agree with you. Even though, again, characters like Blue Beetle and Booster Gold are, are new to me, and like the whole Sanctuary thing is is correct if I'm wrong. Was it was a was a thing before this arc began? It was it was a thing that I'm yes? i unaware of. I'm sorry, people, but um I don't I don't need it. Yeah, I'm I'm up to speed. It's a yeah, place where they go right. for like PTSD talking, and that's what they that's what they do. And now they're feeling the burn, yeah, and not the free college kind. <laughs> Um, I like it And there's some Unlikely pairings here Batgirl's now in the book Who did it? Who done it? We don't know
0: We're gonna find out Over the second half Of the series
1: Who do you think think did it?
0: I don't know Harley
1: Is she powerful enough To take all
0: the people out? (laughs) (laughs) She's got something up her sleeve I mean that's something dude Alright well uh, We're gonna find out We will find out Uh, Batwoman receives pilot order At the CW This is the Ruby Rose Starring Batwoman
1: now, does your brother watch all this stuff where she would have been in that? It was, it was hotly contested, and then uh, she did it.
0: I believe he was watching Arrow. Um, perhaps some others. I'm sure he'll chime in once he hears this. I did watch like nine or ten episodes of Gotham when I was at his house over Christmas. Right? Uh, it's like randomly season four. He's like caught up on that. Um, I mean, I can see why. I'd, I feel like the stories probably got better in Gotham, not to break away from Batwoman here. Um, but the acting is still so bad. Is it no good? It's still like it's it's cheesy. It's cheesy
1: and very predictable. What is it? Cheesy, <laughs> cheesy, it's inside jokes. That's right, people. That's why we listen to this show.
0: <laughs> so, are yes. we excited about Batwoman? Do we no. care? that we don't watch no. this stuff.
1: I mean, I think it's great for superhero people in general and super and fans of those people. But I mean, I, I don't I don't do any of the Arrowverse stuff. I know that when they announced that she was coming on people were complaining even though like if this actress is perfect for this role she happens to be lesbian not that it matters and she's playing a lesbian that was one of the that was one of the one of the concerns so i was like well well, well." in that respect she's perfect yes yeah Uh, she she doesn't fight crime but i mean i mean those are hard to find i mean i I mean i'm soft dude i don't do you know (laughs) any of that stuff all
0: right um did you read this next story yet I did not read this. Okay, story. so let's just do a little fun game here and see how many of these you can get. So this is every superhero movie that hit one billion dollars at the global box office. Because we we've, we've been talking a lot recently about movies. Um, we also get a little, you know, things that we don't think are good that end up making a bunch of money overseas and whatnot. Um, yeah, unpredictable. So let's see. Uh, let's see how many. So this this was this came up just because Aquaman is on track to is on track to reach a billion worldwide by the end of its run so it's it's not on this list but this is why the the list was written okay um let's see how many of these you can get there are let's see one two
1: three four five six seven eight nine okay so I'm just gonna go in this blind of all time just I have to just name these yep infinity war okay Avengers 2 yep uh vis venom there yet no uh Black Panther yes um batman uh the dark knight yep dark knight rises yep i have four okay uh avengers one did yep. it do it at five um i'm sure incredibles yep. two yep one and two I uh just a one? second okay so i six uh... <laughs> uh you actually have it, seven so there's two more damn i'm doing pretty good I, and i have not read this thing i swear to god um, uh, Spider Man, one of them. Any, give me any of them. No, none of them. Uh, Civil War. Yep. Really? Okay, yep. sweet. Um, eight? One more. You, the fact that it's made a billion should be easy for me to figure it out, right? But I'm like it's, it's struggling. E- it's here. easy to forget. Is it old? Um, it's not that old. It's after the first Avengers. Uh, Ragnarok? No, none of the X Men movies. I know that. Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Oh,
0: Did not say got that? that one?
1: Okay. Um. Uh, Wonder Woman. Iron Man three. Really? Yeah. That's the worst one. Oh, yeah. Right. It's easy
0: to forget. I said it earned four hundred nine million dollars domestically and about eight hundred six million internationally.
1: Did you know that the little kid's coming back for this next one? Did, is he really for for yes, Infinity yes, War? Yes. Yes.
0: Yep. Hmm, interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it. That's uh. All right. I can't wait to see that goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know I'm with you
0: uh, all right um elsewhere in uh, book world, Scott Snyder tweeted out amazing start to twenty nineteen been working on a special creator owned with brother Charles Sewell a long time finally broke the first issues you'll see it very soon, shared a picture of himself and Charles uh, I shared this just simply because these are two two bigger names and and at least on the writer writer side nowadays there's no mention of you know who they're doing this for it's like an, an image or something else and and no artist or anything but uh, you know, I'm intrigued. Put put two guys together that have written good stories in the past. Um, you know, I'm down for creator-owned stuff from pretty much anyone, and uh, especially if it's you know
1: some big level names, even better. I mean, I'll take what I can get. That's my that's my that's my approach to life, people.
0: And the biggest news of the last week or so, it happened to hit today. It hit my email box before I even saw it shared on uh, Twitter or any sort of news source. That DC is now on Comicsology Unlimited. They were the last holdout. Really? And, and DC's comics have now flooded it. Um, we go back and forth on DC on on the show. Recently, we've really gotten into to certain things. You know, we had Mister Miracle. We got Heroes in Crisis. We both read Super Sons. Um, You know, we're picking up Young Justice. We've read a lot of Bendis' new stuff. Um, I think this is this is great. Like Comicsology is the is the best deal in the business right now, especially. When they weren't charging me for like the first year and a half. Uh but even at six dollars, six dollars a month to have access to tons of Marvel, D C image, um, everything under the sun, it's the price of two books. So pays for it pays for itself. Yeah. So, you know, if you were for some reason holding out just because D C wasn't on there, now's your time to uh, to jump on board.
1: Somewhere a uh, bricks and mortar store is got a single tears (laughs) written down space right thing thanks thanks to this plug this will allow us to at least get some you know when we do
0: dive into a dc book you know there's an outside chance now that you know some original source material may be on Comicsology unlimited that we could we can peruse because we often talk about not knowing any backstories or any of the characters (laughs) at all (laughs) well i mean sure yeah well there's just too many comics that's what i'm saying until next week hit us up at too many (laughs)